0: my podcast listeners welcome to another installment of the dom of x with your host i am of course the one and only professor dom here again hosting the show and with me at my side is again the comic book creator the one and only mr dylan gray how are you doing today sir
1: i'm doing great i'm doing great and as always so happy to be here so happy to be forced to reading this awesome books which is modern day x-men Indeed, the modern X-Men, and today we're going to be talking about the adventures of
0: the young Nathan Summers, Scott Summers' son, aka Cable, or right now Kid Cable, Cable, Baby Cable, Babel, Cord, whatever you want to call it, you know what, can we, I want to delve into some lore, or like inside joke lore, before before we get into this, there was a, there was a joke that was running around, I, I made it in my... In a Discord server or whatever it's called, and I was like, I got to name, like the young cable, something different because we already have cable, right. and I don't want to differentiate between.
1: And we don't even use cables anymore. No, we we like, have wireless. It's like calling someone. It's like calling someone a, a cassette tape. Like exactly. there's a named cassette tape. Like that wouldn't that wouldn't work, you know? Exactly. So. So for all intents
0: and purposes we are going to be calling young Nathan Summers Cord C O R D Cord for the duration of this episode. <laughs> I will correct Dylan if we 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 jump over the quota, but yes, we are going to be talking about Cord in the all adventure in the all new adventures of Cable. It covering Cable number 1 through 4 with story by Jerry Duggan, art by the Fantabulous, Phil Noto, Letters by Josephino, designed by Tom Mueller, and line editing by Jordan D. White. So can we just introduce all of the our listeners here to who who is Cable? Who who is who is the one who is Cable? Like who, who is he in the X-Men mythos?
1: Well, he's always been an uh, out of place and time uh, character that was all that was Gene and uh, Cyclops' son from the future. Um, he's always had this crazy, wibbly-wobbly, kind of timey-wimey thing going on. Uh, he usually runs X-Force and does stuff like that. He's an old man. He's gruff. Uh, the only time we've seen him in the movies was in Deadpool 2, which, once again, time travel stuff. And, you know... Um, I actually, uh, he wasn't always my favorite, but he's always someone I like to have around. He's, he's like the go-to character, there's two go-to characters in the Marvel canon for time travel, and it's, um, Kang the Conqueror and Cable, and both, when those guys show up, that's like, okay, time travel is about to happen, so just don't worry about things making sense, just kind of go with it, and that's exactly the theme I had in the back of my head, as I was reading this. Because it got really wibbly-wobbly tommy-wimey in here, didn't it, Dominic?
0: Right, man. Like, that's the thing, too, because Cable always sort of moves around with time displacement. That That's sort of his thing, right? Where where he's stuck in this future or he finds out that, oh, the X-Men are dying, and he has to go back in time to say, oh, like, am I in this story timeline, and then this story timeline? like, we don't get the same sense of that, because it's an old, gruffy man Cable that Come from the that comes from a future where Sentinels have destroyed. No, this is a this is Scott and Jean's kid on an island, just having his own fun and time adventures. Right, so it's a different sense, and but it's something that again, new storytelling is needed when when you have a new environment and for what Nathan's been doing here on Krakoa, it makes sense for him as a character, just to have him dabble around and and have adventures of his own on on
1: the island. Yeah, and right off the bat, I thought it was going to be, when they were promoting it, there's the cover that they were promo- using in a promotion was, I believe, issue two or three, where he's sitting with all the The, cuckoo the Stepford Cuckoos, yeah. <laughs> yes, and I was like, oh, oh, I turned to my friend, I work with Mike, and I said, Mike, it looks like they're gonna have a harem comedy, and we're like, "Yeah, this is gonna be great," you know. Uh, and then you read the first issue, and you're like, "Oh, it's not a harem comedy." But guess what? Once again, wrong again. It is a harem comedy, lightweight. Um, we, just, just because yes. they're all. Go ahead.
0: No, no, no. no. Continue what you were, what you were saying. I was.
1: No, oh, uh, no. Yeah. Because he's he because you can't. He's de- he's gone, You know, there's this. that's going on on Krakoa, where everyone's just dating, everyone's just hooking up, everyone's just having a good time, you know what I'm saying, and he is taking that to the next level, he has a different date every week, or every day, it seems like, you know, and he's dating all the young hotties, I mean, and not just one, but all the Kook Stanford, Stanford, no, Stepford. Stanford. Stanford cuckoos.
0: They're from Stanford. We're making this canon, everybody. Dylan says that the Stepford cuckoos are now graduates from Stanford, thanks that's right. to the mistress Emma Frost, their mother. But anyway, yeah, I, that's right. It's so weird. I, I, I actually hearkened back this to a conversation I had with uh, one of my friends online, and I was talking to him about it, and I showed him the cover. He was like, "There is no way." That the purse that he's got them all in one grip. And you find out that like so because so, we have the thing with the, the Scott, Gene, Logan, Emma sort of quadruple polyamorous I don't know what you want to call them. I mean, we have that, right? Nathan seems to have like his own spin of that, where it's the six of them all in one. And it's like, alright. Let's see what what Jerry does with this and and the jokes. I thought the jokes that they played around with it, especially with, with uh, the the cuckoos, just like yeah. Let's let's just trash him because it's fun to trash Nathan. I thought those were hilarious moments in, in the book where it was like, oh okay. <laughs> I had
1: I had fun with yeah. it. Yeah. Another thing, too, that I wasn't really prepared prepared for reading a cable book, all the comedy. Like, there was a lot of comedy written in this. I mean, that's, I know that's uh, Jerry's kind of thing. He puts a lot of comedy and stuff, which I'm not hating on. I just wasn't really prepared for it, to tell you the truth.
0: Yeah, because you, you think of cable, you think of, we're all gonna die, here's Big Pouch Man, boom, boom, bow, bow, bang. But here it's like, oh, okay, this is a quick popcorn laughing but yeah i'm fine with it i think if you are trying to get into the x-men or you want just a good laugh helen's is good for them but this is also good as well because you get to again just see a kid grow up but also have a few jokes thrown in a long way
1: and, and it's fun it's it's good it's on for good stuff yeah and and wibbly wobbly timey-wimey harem comedy i mean what else do you want harem I, action comedy that's what it is <laughs> we are getting a if you to pitch this book here is my elevator pitch it is a x-men uh, an x-men action harem comedy boom that's an what it ex- is an action x-men action harem comedy first of its kind first of all and I guess by definition would be best of its kind too because right have seen so- another one yet
0: because i i actually legitimately had fun seeing nathan hook up with with esme like i i just like the idea yes. of scott's kid just like hanging out with all of i guess emma's kids and it it's just cool it's like there's a there's a one page where where they're like kissing and you're just like oh okay this is pretty this is nice all right he's getting some love and then the next you you flip the next page and you're again you're seeing all of the cuckoos just thrash just just completely like make fun of nathan as, as much as possible we're here to ruin him we're gonna mess with his hair and, and all this it 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 goes it it goes in, it goes in for some fun time like yeah we we have the x like the regular x-men book where it's like all dark and grimy and there's a whole bunch of these threats going out but then you have cable where it's like i could take a breather and and just enjoy cable getting roasted by by esme and phoebe and celeste right. and all of
1: them There is a lot of cable roasting on this. Like, everyone's roasting this dude. And I I, I like he kinda he kinda has this kinda asshole mentality about him. So it kinda really works with what they're going for, you know, and he should be roasted constantly for the way he acts, you know.
0: (laughs) I completely agree. Like I I think of it again in the same issue where we find out that cable's dating all of the Stepford cuckoos, there's the where he's talking with like the investigators. And and so 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 what happens is like Cable is being in, interrogated or interviewed by these investigators who try to figure out what he's doing there. And you look at the first page, and it looks like he's supposed to be taken serious. Here is this guy who who's wearing all this armor and and these trinkets, and it's it's in this dark room. And you are like, oh snap, Cable should be taken seriously. And then you flip to the like the people interviewing him, and they're all of a sudden they're in like they're in light and it looks like a regular room and then you flip to it, it's like oh yeah don't don't take cable seriously i think that's what i got from it it's like this yes. this 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 dude is a kid this dude is a kid pretending to be something he's not but um, I, again i'm fine with the interpretation i think it really works in this book
1: yeah no totally um and i mean we get to see we get to see the old man cable uh i would yes. i would like to thank you I really appreciate you not spoiling that for me at at all during this entire like uh coverage that we've been doing of the X <laughs> stuff because that was a nice little surprise and I really liked the artwork of that time to place kind of uh the time to place place that they that they meet each other and once again it goes right right into wibbly wobbly timey wimey with with just everything going on with that specific Agreed. thing and like completely and agree. Can, can we just actually speaking of art, we need
0: like a 5 to 10 minute like standing standing time of Phil Noto and his beautiful art in this book. Yes. Because hot dang, these panels are gorgeous. They look mm-hmm. great like the paints are awesome, like the expressions literally everything about the art in this but this is arguably Phil like if you know if you know Phil Noto he did he did work for Star Wars he did some DC books here and there he, you know he's worked for Marvel you know for a lot of these years but man I have never seen his stuff look so great
1: it, uh, until the, uh, until this book came about so yeah definitely good and I stuff. think that comes it, it, it comes down to the coloring I think the coloring was just really it made it pop Uh, I think that it fit the tone of the book so well. Like, I couldn't, I honestly couldn't imagine the book being drawn or, or done any other way. Like, that's how perfect it is. Um, and just even the way he, (laughs) I think one of my favorite things he did was the scene where they're in the jungle and they're saving the kid and, uh, she puts the pixie dust on the kid to kind of calm him down. And he's seen everything all like happy. It's like a, t- like a huge monster fight. And he's seen it like as like cartoon characters and Muppets and stuff. <laughs> and I thought that was really cool, but it still also didn't take away from everything else he had been doing. Like it still worked. Does that make sense? Like, it's yeah, it absolutely does different. It still looked like it was the same, you know? Right. Like right. A real hallucination might be.
0: Yeah, it's it's just a, again a testament to
1: well, a just Phil
0: Noto just killing it. Like I, because that that was the thing too. Like I already had been sold on Jerry Duggan writing because we both read Marauders and Marauders is just awesome. I, I love Marauders, but having Phil Facts. Noto added to right, having Phil Noto added to the book and and making it as as detailed, pop fun and and colorful as it as it is in these four issues. It just really adds a sense of style that, that the Cable book, I'd, I'd argue, needs and, and is, again, just, just spectacular work throughout. Like, you, you have him, like, with these holograms and these weird alien robots and, and Wolver- him fighting Wolverine and, and doing all of this stuff. And the fact that he's pa- doing the panel work and, and coloring it on, on top of it, painting uh, it, it's just marvelous. It, it really is just marvelous stuff from from Phil. Marvelous with no pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended at all like oh my gosh like you you think of i i can i can I, I actually want to talk about the him fighting logan scene because i remember if i like i remember back when the book came out i was talking about the preview with one of the wednesday regulars over at our comic shop and he was like oh man this logan versus cable thing i've seen this a whole bunch of times but i i like the I don't know. I kind of like the twist in like the in like the fight of the beginning. I don't know. it's just a really cool fight. Like, I I, I thought Le- Cable fighting Logan was cool in the begin. I thought Cord fighting Logan was cool in the beginning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the first time we've actually called him Cord this entire time. But anyways, um, um, I, I like. Here's what I like. This adds to another reason why I like the modern X Men so much. Because just think of all the. Easter eggs and all the different characters they had in the in the arena, just sitting there, just watching. And, you know, you have Silver Samurai. You have um, the Morlock lady. I always forget her name. Callisto. Uh, Calypso. Callisto, yes. Calypso. Callisto. Callisto. He can't Calisto. say Callisto, ladies and okay, gentlemen. It. Here
0: is Dylan trying to... I got, it. I got
1: to. it out. I got it out. Okay, go on.
0: <laughs> um, Did you notice that... Uh, did you notice that there was a special green person in the crowd? I actually wanted to know if you'd catch him or not.
1: Uh, no, I did not. Who's the special green person?
0: Dupe was in the crowd watching Cable fight Wolverine. I'm not even joking. What?
1: Boom! Cannon! Cannon! We did it! Yes. So I've been waiting. Dupe- no it's funny, I just got. I just got ecstatic. So we definitely should cover that at some point. Don't you own that, right? I do. And we should, we should, we absolutely should. But yeah, like, yeah, we need to, I mean, we're going to be behind, like, like, I love how we're having, like, a production meeting in the middle of the podcast, please. (laughs) Um, Like, we've kind of, we're kind of catching up, we're being really ahead of the game right now, being with the, with all the Sword, uh, X of Swords stuff, so we we definitely need to go back, we've been talking about covering Astonishing X-Men, we've been talking about covering Ecstatic, so... You guys, if there's any other arcs you think that we should cover, please at us. Please let us know. We yeah. want to hear him.
0: We do want to hear it. But yeah, I, I I'm surprised that Du Dupe accepted the invitation to Krakoa. That that, that that was, I think, one of the highlights for me in this run. It wasn't even Court. It was freaking the the person that we we you know we treat him as a joke. He's like he's always there, but he's not there. He's like the presence in the crowd, yeah. right? Like that, that like that's the meme. But the fact that he actually was in the crowd and, and is with the island and, and watching Cable beat up Logan, albeit he, he cheated, but that's another story for another time. Dupe being in, in cable was just so fun. Awesome cameo. I, I, I should I need to show it to you, so I I I'm surprised you didn't catch it. That that's the thing. He was in the crowd. He was he was in there in his green glory and, and you didn't catch him.
1: I know, I know, but i was um I was reading this i wasn't reading this issue uh on in paper form I was reading it on my phone, so that's uh-huh. on that marvel app so that's that's why um which is why another reason why I prefer hard copies over digital any day of the week for this exact situation, you know, but moving on from my I'll just step down off my soapbox real quick uh, yeah no and, this, and and not just in this look as well though the cameos just across the board and oh cable oh my god the arm having armor which once again love armor one of my favorites and she has this awesome fight scene in there and they they do the whole you know i i knew i knew for a fact there was going to be something in the paw of that line i knew it i called it because it's so cliche but it's so perfect i mean and so, and what is it? It's the sword. It's his sword for X of Swords. And I love how he's like, yo, I'm not even about guns anymore. I want the sword. This is what I want to do. Which leads to a very, very interesting turn of events. Wouldn't you say, Dominic? Oh, I
0: I would. Because we know in Cable for having this big-ass gun strapped in in the back. And he just pull it out and pew-pew and pow-pow. But now that he's a sword wielding mutant, and this again, this could change. If Old Man Cable comes back, I, 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 I know that that old dude's not about that life. But for now, this is definitely an interesting take because we we now have a Cable who is not as pow pow violent as as the previous version, but instead. Just beat me in a sword fight, bro. It'd, it'd probably be like one of those like twelve or thirteen year old gamers on the Xbox or something, they had a chat with friends. Yeah, fight me, bro. I got this big sword, something like that. But yeah, I it's definitely an interesting turn for for his character specifically.
1: Definitely. And uh, how about those space Knights, bro?
0: <laughs> that's the best
1: freaking space. Night, which is what makes me wonder. Is he referencing Rom? I had a Rom feeling from that first guy. Did you did you get any ROM vibes? He looked like it it feels like it. It, it wasn't it, him, but it was him, but it wasn't him, but it was him. Right? Cause you Someone know right now they don't have the me? rights. It's it was definitely it was definitely Hickman being like, you know, hey, hey guys, remember it's some member berries right there. Mem member Rom. Remember member Rom? Rom guys. Member Rom <laughs> I, I have a That's feeling but, that someone. Probably, I, I loved it. Yeah. I loved it though. I loved the whole idea that the sword triggered them coming out. I look like and they were like dead. They were put in hibernation for centuries, for millennia, if I'm not mistaken. And they're just hanging out in a in a uh, museum. And they're like, oh, the sword's awake. All right, let's go because the sword had been shut down. Because of the paw and the, this beast that was like an, in another dimension, so that means this beast has had that sword in his paw for millennia, for thousands of years. He must have been so pissed. Can I
0: go first off? I, I, I'm gonna stand. I'm gonna stand Phil because the the robot designs are just awesome. They look cool. Yes. They 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 they, they, so they, cool. re, they look so futuristic. They, they look cable That that's the thing. It's, it looks. They're yeah. gonna they're gonna fight Cord. But they, they look just they just look so they're they're just perfect for this book. But yeah, it's like great way to set up a realistic antagonist, especially for a story like this, because you sort of need something like that, I think, to well hey, if you're gonna have set up for X of Swords, why not have it be a bunch of weird alien robots from some sleeping dimension or them sleeping somewhere and they're like yeah we got her so it's just i think it's a really cool way for them to just just introduce it like that it's 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 again it's it's just this book just makes me happy on the on the level of like i get to enjoy some decent comic fun i'm not because i you know if you're reading cable you guys i don't think anybody will be like mesmerized by like the stoic writing or the or anything like that it's just good pop adventure and and these are alien robot these alien
1: robots are are a great example of fun pop adventure it's definitely it's fun it's definitely something i'm collecting because of it you know that's what i and i honestly i we had talked about this i when we started this I was like ah, i'm not really into the cable it doesn't look that great and like we have so many other things to read let's just put it off and same with hellions and same with with x factor these are all things that we we talked about putting off but because of x of swords i'm so interested i want to go i want to go back i don't need to i want to go back and <laughs> hats off x office you guys are killing it over there on in every way, shape, and form, it's unbelievable. Seriously, keep up the good work, guys. And what's next, right? What's right. Next? What's next?
0: Come, you know what? Because you talked about this earlier. Old Cable being back, or yes. at least us getting a tease of Old Man is still out there. We just don't know where he is. Mm-hmm.
1: Is satisfying for I think a more when when he when. is. Let's. This is cable. This is cable. It's when. <laughs>
0: I can, okay okay it's so quick story time guys so so before Jonathan Hickman took a break off from Twitter he had a quick Q&A where he was just answering a bunch of questions for like 30 minutes to an hour just you know people who are reading his X men who are asking him hey what does this mean what's that mean uh, questions for the future any upcoming books someone asked him when is this guy going to be back and it was a picture of the you know the the Cable that we all know, the weird old gruffy guy, gray hair, pouches, all that. And Hickman, all he literally said was, when it's time, with a period. And he just left it like that. And I was like, okay, is he being serious here or is he not? And I saw, I read the tweet again, I read the answer when he said, and when Hickman said, when it's time. And I was like, oh, I get it. Because cable and time and 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 all that, all yeah. those shenanigans, so mm-hmm. so there's a double play. So there's so there's a we got confirmation from the head of X himself that old man cable will come back, and the second one was oh good joke there Johnny. I I really liked it. I I had a I had a hilarious time with
1: it. <laughs> well, so. so here's the thing that that I. I... <laughs> I don't know what we're going to see here now because we had talked about maybe Cable dying in this and and they resurrecting him as old man Cable. But there's something that w- it's mentioned that that Cable that dies is literally future Cable. And there's all this time travel wibbly wobbly stuff that's going to happen that's going to make him, even though he killed him, it's he's still going to go to him. Like he still knows, every, like when, <clears throat> so Cord goes to wherever, finds him, and kills Cable, and he's like, I thought you would know, see me coming, and he's like, I did, and he dies. So he knew all this was going to happen, and it all ties together, and like with all time travel, it's got to be, as it looks like, even though it's some crazy stuff, there's still a linear timeline here, is what it seems like. And when I say linear timeline, that means no matter what, the timeline stays the same. You cannot change it, because it's linear. Now, non-linear right. timelines, they make other timelines, which are actually other universes. That's a whole other thing. And then what Doctor Who likes to do is everything is good to go, wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey, it's a mess. Don't think about it. Time travel, you know? Because
0: because the weird thing about this is we already have a straight linear timeline that Jonathan created for us, right? In House of X and, and Powers of Ten. When it's revealed that Moira was the person who was behind the uh, creation of this new X-Men universe, so this is all happening. We assume in Life Ten because that is the timeline when Xavier and Moira set out to, and Magneto set out to create Krakoa. And now we have, the, and in Life Ten we supposedly have this young Cable, or or, or I should say, Cord. We have Cord here. Who is living in the present? He's eating dinner with his dad and mom. He's having, you know, doing his thing here and there. And then we have an old gruffy man, Cable, who is somewhere in the future who got killed. But that they're, they're the two will eventually meet and, and become what. So my question is to you: When when does it happen? Do you believe that we will have it in a year or two? Do you believe that we'll have it in like at the end of the run, in like maybe in? a... Does does reading this change any of your theories on when Cable will actually return and merge with Cord or however it works?
1: Yes, yes, because I I think that the cable the cable that we saw Cord kill is actually the same person. So I don't think there's going to be any crazy stuff that's going to happen. Uh, my prediction right now is that Cable is going to make it through. The Exoswords. He's gonna win his fight, um, and that's that. Um, my my big prediction was that he would die, he'd lose, and they bring him back as as old man Cable. That obviously has now, by reading these these four issues, has completely taken that away from me because it's canon now that there's a timeline here, and Cable's young, and then he becomes old. It's yeah, yeah. It's
0: just. You know what, I, I trust Jerry, D- and, and after reading Marauders, after reading Marauders, I, I, I actually do trust that Jerry Duggan and, and, and Jonathan Hickman, making sure that everything stays in line, will we'll make sure that it's A, written well, because time travel stories often have a way of messing themselves up in, in way shape or forms where like the rider or whoever's conducting it isn't even sure of like oh what the heck just happened because all these wor- worms and loopholes and all that it's time travels convoluted hickman I think did a really great job in house of X powers of 10 explaining it and actually having the linear timelines evolve and and all of that so I i I trust Jerry again after marauders and after what he's done so far in the X office with Making sure that cable is linear and that we won't. And by the end of this cable run, or whenever old man comes back, we won't be going back and saying, "How does this work again?" No, I think Jerry will give us a straight answer to, "Hey, this is cable. This is why he's here. This is why he's old now. Deal
1: with it." Yep. Um, And I'm wondering when when the time machine comes in. You know where and when and where is the time machine going to come in? Because it's it's going to happen. And it's gonna go in his arm and all that fun stuff.
0: <laughs> There's just so many things that just to throw around here that they can they can play with, especially just with this one character. Again, Jerry, we we trust you. We 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 are having fun reading your books, and that, that's Definitely. that's just that's just something. Can can we also talk about the Deadpool guest appearance in this issue? Because I think it's it's sort of important because these two both being rob liefeld creations and both of them being on x-force and being buds and and being in you know movie synergy too with deadpool too that was a fun that was a fun little team up thingy that they had i thought in in the book yeah
1: yeah no i think it was uh (laughs) i mean i'd even think about yeah both of them being liefeld guys and yeah that makes the most sense they had to meet up at some point uh Super early on, and it seems to be tying in with what's actually going on with Deadpool right now, where he's like with a bunch of monsters he's... on Staten Island and he's the king of that or mm-hmm. whatever. And I <laughs> I just love how Cyclops, you know, goes, I don't want you hanging out, don't hang out with Deadpool. Like, you shouldn't be hanging out with him. Because he knows Did the you shenanigans know that... those two can get into. <laughs> Did you know that
0: Deadpool actually made a video? To... I, I, I don't know, I can't remember if I bought this at our that comic specific comic at your guys at the shop or not it's Deadpool 6 where Deadpool actually goes on to Krakoa uninvited and it was some of the most fun I think I've ever had like in a Deadpool comic like period and he literally just goes on the island he hangs out with Emma they talk about like sex and then he gets kicked out by like all the other mutants once they realize that Deadpool's on the island it's like the most hilarious thing ever like, I think you... I, I really want to... I, I don't know if I have it. I, I need to track it down. but... I, I appreciate the content...
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, go ahead. You appreciate.
0: No, I appreciate the... Because they've been doing this with, with Daredevil and all the New York books as well where they have Kingpin and as a mayor and other books reference it. I like it when the the books that I'm reading are, are part of this larger universe because it makes you... It makes you appreciate the fact that like everything's in line and that your books are they they make sense for for what's happening like of course Deadpool is the king because he's King Deadpool right now he he's wearing a crown because he is, and that's a subtle nuance that sometimes authors tend to you, you know mess like forget about Hickman you know hickman didn't he he brought an empire and made that tie into his x men stuff pretty well with the summers family and here we have duggan. Who recognizes that you know he wrote Deadpool he wrote Deadpool for a good couple of years and and now he's using him and, and accepting the fact that yeah he is King Deadpool so that to me is 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 semblance of great writing and also just really really good assurance that like your book is part of a bigger universe that that's the biggest
1: and thing. shows and shows us and shows us that the x office is like they they're working together and they're willing to play with the rest of Marvel Publishing, you know. um Being able to bring in like the Empire stuff, like you said, and and the stuff over with uh, Deadpool and whatever else they're gonna bring in, you know. Um, it's it's gonna be really interesting to see like when is Conan the Barbarian gonna make it there, you know? Like right. he's in Marvel Canon now. Um, I don't I would like to see some of these new Asian heroes, you know, Arrow and Wave, like, when are we going to see with all that, you know, I would love, are you kidding me, Arrow versus Storm, oh, come on, I mean, come on, let's, let's see, let's make that happen, make that happen, Hickman, I want that, I'm a big fan of Arrow, you know that, you know oh yeah, that I know, you've been, you've been yeah. trying
0: to rope me, I will get to it, I promise you that, I will read oh, that God. book
1: someday arrow is great guys it's 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 very it's written for the trade for sure so just be glad that the already the two trades are out um if the second trade isn't already out by the time you listen to this it will be very soon uh, but definitely check it out it's what i've seen stuff done with wind powers that i've never seen before uh so just it's really cool it's really cool but but I have to say though, and I I have to agree with the person that's in my stream right now. Yes, Storm would still definitely take Arrow, no matter how powerful and awesome she is. Storm is definitely gonna win. Yes, no, and, and Storm would be
0: able to win in a fight against Cable, like one on one. There's no, there's no match. Like guns versus oh, sure. weather. Are you kidding me? Like. And uh, there's, there's no content. There, there's absolutely no content. Okay. Well, now he's,
1: he's using a little bit more of his, his psychic abilities a little bit more. Oh, that's, you know, that's, that's,
0: that's, he's tapping into the That's something gene, that he never really did. Yeah. He's tapping yeah. into the gene, gene graves
1: part of her or his half. I, it's cool.
0: Can I, can well, I, can he, he
1: talks about, he talks that Scott talks about how he doesn't practice his telepathic abilities but he still has them. But he focuses yep. on the telekinesis, which really speaks to his character. He's like, I don't need to think; I just need to punch and throw things. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah,
0: that's cable. That's cable for you. Because yeah, who cares about what your mom says when you can do it by yourself and, and have like just yeah, I yeah, just pew pew and pow pow like like I've been saying, right? Like, cord here is is freaking. He, he just wants to punch things. He just want he wants to punch things like old yeah. man cave. So hey, like. Child, you know what? You know what my favorite part of the book was, and again, this is me as a filthy saying this because we have now ingrained that into my system. There is a scene in I think issue number two where Scott or gets his kid because he's the dad and he has to watch over his children. It makes sense, and he's over here. He's eating a he's eating a Philly cheesesteak because the Philadelphia Philly cheesesteak was not to it, it makes sense. And and Scott's over here eating the sandwich, and Emma comes in from the gateway, and she's like, Scott, <laughs> she's like Scott, what I I'm here to talk with you, and 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 Scott's just like, okay, let me guess, my my son's seeing one of them, isn't he? And she's like, no, he's seeing all of them, and and he and then she like berates it, and she looks down and and talks down. He's she's like. Okay, listen, I understand that you have a son, and he, and he likes my children. Okay, so there's that. Okay, that's fine. But I need she, – she's like – the biggest the, – the, the thing she says is like, I needed to make sure that she breaks Esme's heart because she needs it. And she's like all empathetic about it. And Scott's just sitting there eating his sandwich all like, okay, whatever you say, okay, bye. I I, I, I thought that part was really – well. it was written well. Like a happy that was a great scene. It was. Yeah. I,
1: I, I can't believe it's never been done before where like you're someone's like, like that's such a like, uh, like, because I don't want to say they're married, but you know, that's such a husband and wife kind of conversation kind of right. situation already kind of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so the fact that he's like, I just want to eat my sandwich and I'll just talk to you through my brain, you know, <laughs> so I don't have to open my mouth so I can keep eating this sandwich. Cause I don't even want to talk about this anyways, to be honest. It's like oh, no, it's a... me like being on my phone while my wife is trying to tell me something, you know? <laughs> a
0: happy Scott is a happy life and me as a filthy. It makes me happy that Scott was happy that he was eating his sandwich. It makes me happy that that he and Gene and and na and, and Alex and 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 Rachel and Nathan are all eating at the dinner table. So I'm getting. So yeah, like if you're if you're a Scott Jean fan, you're getting your fill because it's two happy parents living a happy life from Krakoa with a happy son. You get your Scott Emma fill, which for you, which which was big because yep. we got we got Emma berating
1: we got Emma berating Scott for for And cord Scott and cord like she gets Scott on and both cord, the scene. Oh, I'm going to say, no spoilers, the scene with the horse was just perfection. Perfection. Good all stump. across the board.
0: I am digging Jerry Duggan's Emma so much. She has such empathetic mom, she has so much empathetic mom energy, like, inside her, and it, it it's really fun to read. Like, it, it really is, like, as a, again, as a new reader to all this, it's so enthrilling. It's like, yeah, I want to see Emma whip some more fools because that is just it's just hilar it's just comic book hilarity. I'm i and again I'm really happy that no matter what type of X fan you are, you got your you got your fill in this book. Even though it might have not blown you away with with the writing, with the storytelling, just the the scenes in this book, it really elevates it to the point where you're just like, wow, I am reading a cable book and enjoying it. What world am I living in? that that that, that to me is. The biggest takeaway <laughs> from all this—it's just
1: so much fun, so much fun. So I've much... read, I've read quite a few cable books that I liked. Just at, for the record, all right, right. but that's. But I, I really want saying. to read. Yeah,
0: I really want to read modern cable. Ca- yeah, modern cable. I didn't know that I would be enjoying cord as much as I have, but this book again—it it made me happy because Scott is a happy dad on on an island, living a happy life. With with his polyamorous girlfriend and and his uh, is a wife I I don't even know I, whatever the hell their relationship yeah. is nowadays um, it's, and and his
1: it's crazy it's crazy but I'm into it um, I like I just I like it because it's brilliant brilliant writing because there's like we're going to stop the argument okay who should Gene be with who should Scott be with he could they could be all, no they
0: could with be with everyone, yeah right? so they can. so they could so so I'll get my fill I'll I'll. I'll they they can have their own you'll time get your fill
1: as a filthy which by stop. the way once again no, guys, a filthy <laughs> is called is a a hardcore cyclops stan okay is a filthy and he gets he's getting his fill as a filthy and me as a uh what would we call an anti uh, anti We should just call you so the Logan state
0: cuz you love you love Wolverine you get your Wolverine fill in Well
1: I I, I I like I like a lot more than just Wolverine I just I just hate on Cyclops so much um, Yeah so I hate we'll him. figure it out You know what we're going to it's going to come natural It's just going to come, come natural we guys we're we we'll make it so him. perfect Yeah we're gonna do this guys because this is important it's important that we have names for things like this as as so we, a got, we got we got cord, we got filthy we're, we're gonna make them it's just too much
0: fun making these but yeah I think the most i think one of the most other other telling part of our like scenes in this issue and this is probably i think the last thing that we'll, we'll cover the one the the one scene i think where it 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 got to me emotionally but it also made me question how long this this Kid Cord is gonna be around for is that last scene in this book where where Scott and Gene are like, hey, time for dinner. It's time to eat with us and the family. Your grandfather's coming to the moon, and we're gonna all have a, our our regular family time and cable. Our Cord is just like, no, Dad, I gotta. There's like this weird sword I found, and I have to do this and that, and and, and he's having all these duties set up, and. Scott is just sitting here, like, okay, son. You know what? I understand that we all have lives. I, I, I now am the leader of this, the the army in this nation, and I'm doing all this in here. But I want you to do me a favor, Nathan. He literally says this: Do me a favor, Nathan. Don't be in such a rush. Don't be in such a hurry to to grow up. And that, to me, signals that, like, like a. Again, Scott being a father is just wholesome because he again has has a chance to be a dad and and B, yeah, it's it's okay to be it's it's good to have that I guess that kid nature like at your side like that giddy yeah I want to do stuff instead of like it, it, he's you know because I don't think Cord wants all these like you know big responsibilities and I think Scott understands this too because he's he's been in stories and situations where where Cable has gone to the past and's like. Dad, I messed up. Something happened in our time I messed up. Please help me. I don't think Scott wants much more of that. I think he just wants to just live a happy family. Or like live a happy life with, with yeah. his family. I think he wants he wants some more time with Gene, the kids, his friends, on Kirkoa without any interruptions. And and him telling Nathan to just just don't rush, son. It's fine. Just just take it like life is slow. Like let life breathe. It's a really right. powerful message. I think that speaks to a lot of us, especially like now in these times. Yeah, you know, it's
1: and I it's I love how you went so deep with it and so emotional. Which I w- took my takeaway from that was. Jerry Duggan saying, this is a fun Cable. Let's keep Cable young for a while and see what this guy can do. <laughs> All right? Let's not get old man Cable. Let's stick with young Cable for a while. That's what I read into it. But I love your version as well. like Because I think that's at its core what it was about. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, man, you're you're don't worry about growing up. Just have fun, man. Have fun. Do we actually know Cable's age right now? We do not know Cord's age at
0: the moment, I do not believe. I do think... I the way that I had candidate is like however old Rachel is. Cause cause Scott's, cause Scott and Gene's got two kids on the island if you if you don't remember. He's got he's got Nathan and he's got Rachel. Both from weird, time displaced, alternate realities. They're, like living next to him. But yeah, I, I think yeah, I think that's part of it too. I think Jerry I think Marvel wants to milk out as much of this as possible because all of us know you know i know x fans know that old pouch cable is going to come back is going to come back with a bang and we will celebrate when it happens but until then i'm fine with again i'm fine with this version sticking around because it, it means more as a filthy it means more time for me to enjoy some daddy cyclops some father cyclops time and and have yeah, just have a fun book. It's a fun. It's a fun book. It's a, it's a harmless book. It's a very fun book. But yeah, I, that's yeah. Harmless. Your interpretation of it's it is harmless. Very,
1: yeah. uh, I love how you're like it's a harmless book. Like there's comic books out there that do harm to the, the nation. Like <laughs> those radioactive, <laughs> those those bomb ones. Well, I gotta watch out for those those poisonous ones. Like yeah, no no. But yeah, I I agree. I at its core was it one of my favorites? Absolutely not. It was definitely not. Was it? Do I enjoy that I read it? And am I going to collect it? Absolutely. It's definitely something that's good for the collection. It's definitely something I, I want to see on my shelf. It's definitely something you should read, for sure. It's fun. It's fun. That's at the end of the day, it's fun. It's not going to be X Force. It's not going to be X Men. It's not going to be Marauders. It's definitely not Hellions, but it's fun. It's fun. It is to, definitely fun. Just want, kick back, you know, have a beer drink some coffee drink something you know and read this book that's that's the point i'm trying to make here
0: i i completely agree so with that please guys go to your local comic shop support them pick up cable volume number one when it comes out next week on the 18th this november and also with that i would love to thank our amazing hosts at the gringy gathering shout out to tyler shout out to everybody there who is working on amazing amazing stuff Go check out their podcasts, articles, literally everything geek and nerdy at the table. Head over to thegrangeegathering.com. That's at thegrangeegathering.com. Follow them on Twitter, follow them on Instagram, go on the website, go check them out. And Dylan, once again, thank you. It it means a lot just, just to sacrifice time, talk about good old kid Nate Summers and, and appreciate daddy cyclops even though you hate daddy cyclops i do though i love daddy cyclops but yeah thank you again for filthy for being here on the podcast filthy, filthy stan <laughs> but no for real i i would like to thank you again for for being my awesome co-host and and roping in here with me
1: for for uh, on this ep- another episode <laughs> for sure and thank you for having me. And I can't wait to next time. What are we covering next time, Dom? We are covering... That is a great question. Next week, guys,
0: the march with Exosource continues as we meet the sword bearers of Araco. And our mutants are going to have their first matchups in next week's installment of the Dom of X. But until then, this is The Professor signing out. Thank you guys for listening. And we will see you On Krakoa the next time.